Hey guys, uh, just wanted to apologize. Our recording equipment wasn't working properly, and it, what happened was Mike and Tony were a little loud while I am a little soft. So you will hear that it is going to be a little bit um, jarring at first, but I hope you stick with it and continue to listen. We do have a good show for you, so enjoy. Greetings, listeners, to episode 373 of the All Geek Gamecast. I'm your host, Tony Korkanakis, joined by Corey and Mike. What's up? Uh, Jim, unfortunately, can't make it with us here this week. Uh, he'll be with here in spirit, and then next week he'll probably be returning to the show. We'll have a, a big week because it's going to be a, a Star Wars uh, for the movie cast, so look forward to that. Look forward to a spoiler cast on Star Wars because... Pretty sure all four of us are going to be seeing uh, that movie. So, uh, once, I mean, maybe twice even. I think. Yeah. But uh, yeah, let's uh, jump into the video game news. So uh, this past week we had the video game awards, uh, which happened. Uh, I think what Thursday? It was night? a Thursday night. I know that because I was working all night, so I remember. <laughs> yeah. Um. So there's some awesome reveals. Uh, some good footage. Uh, I think this is the highest number of viewership that they had. I think it was over 11 million. It's been growing 11, and growing million. each year, so good, good for them. I mean, I'm not a big fan of the yeah. shows in general, but uh, they, they, I think they found a good um, balance between awards and like exclusive things and like, trailers and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they are providing it uh to you the viewer in a every fashionable medium that you could think of like if there's a screen you can watch the game awards on it yeah it was on twitch i'm pretty sure it was on youtube it was on um mixer the mixer the microsoft version uh i think even if you watched it through steam you can watch it through steam to get like keys or something like that like everywhere you could anywhere you could think of it it was there so it's pretty neat yeah. Um, so I guess just real quick, we could talk about some of the highlights. Um, Kojima is there, got a very lengthy uh, recognition from Jeff Keighley, obviously. Um, and they showed off a new Death Stranding trailer. Yeah, he really loves that guy. Yeah, they, they have oh, yeah. a good uh, rapport. Like they, uh, hardcore romance going on right there, let's be honest. I definitely felt for him with the whole Konami shit that went down. He was, oh, yeah, absolutely. He, he pulled no punches there. But the Death Stranding trailer was another one of those things where like, what oh, the fuck God. is going Daryl on? Daryl eats babies. That's all you got to say. Uh, did you guys Daryl. both watch that trailer? That's, honestly, I, I think it. that's the only trailer I watched just because it was so weird from this whole event. I yeah. watched the whole thing and like, yeah, Daryl eats babies. That's all I can say. Because that was his throat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the trailer started off pretty pretty mundane, I would say. Just like It seemed like a sci-fi horror type setting. It's like, all right, something's going on, you just don't know what. And then, like, there's, like, some invisible monster, like, okay, that's that's interesting, and then all of a sudden, shit just goes downhill, and they're, like, trying to kill themselves and kill each other to, like, not get possessed yeah, or like, something. Age, like, he ages super quick, too, for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so one thing that I picked up on mostly is those sensor things, because I'm like, oh, well, there's a gameplay mechanic. <laughs> yep, yep, definitely a gameplay mechanic. It's like, yeah, the... Yeah. Danger sensor things, yeah. yeah. And there's like some baby and like a capsule type thing straight out of like cable with a uh, hope yeah. suburbs stuff like that. I mean, so I was like, all right, this is interesting. And then it just totally went batshit crazy. There's a baby enormous Reese, uh, his throat giving a thumbs up, and you're like, all right, hi throat baby, what's going on? <laughs> what are you doing there? <laughs> uh, and then he winds up, you know, like standing, and you see like all these like corpses or something just like in the air, sort of like. Uh, I don't know, it was weird. I was like, alright, that's... Kojima that's did a... um, talk to IGN about some of the gameplay mechanics afterwards and some of the stuff that happens in the trailer. Mm-hmm. And he ex- he did say, like, the underwater sequence was basically death. Like, when you die in the game, that's kind of where you go. And mm-hmm. you just kind of explore that as long as you want and then just come back. But it doesn't reset the game. Like, you know, if you die, you go back to where you started or before you died. This continues, I guess, as we're saying. So, like, what happened is that big crater at the end of the trailer happened when you died, and then you come back, and it's still there because 
that didn't, uh, can't not have that happen. Things happen. Right. How is anyone supposed to know that from watching this? No, I'm just saying that's why he's talking. About I know, that. I know, he's but it's just like gotten this whole time. So there's there's this funny tweet from Kojima's Twitter account from back in the springtime, I think, where like he was showing uh, some. I don't know. I don't think they were Lego, but there's something similar to like Lego figures, and there's like a car on top of like one half of this one thing, and his Twitter goes, I'm not playing around, this is actually for work. And everybody took it as a joke, but it was pretty much him, like, storyboarding like, a scene from the trailer. And I'm like, wow, Kojima's crazy. Because, yep. and then the one thing is, like, like, I totally respect the dude. Um, he's done a lot of stuff, obviously, and he's super talented. But at the same time, I'm kind of wondering, like, okay, so, Kojima without Konami, like, to, to pull on the leash a little bit, and I think they definitely pulled too much in the end, but Nobody was reining him in, or now that nobody's going to rein him in, I'm kind of wondering, like, what we're going to get. Uh, like, a cool bit of trivia here is, for Metal Gear Solid 3, he wanted a boss fight that was supposed to last two weeks. Like, I, I don't know if it's in real time or, yeah, in game time, but it's supposed to last two weeks, and somebody's like, no, nah, man, we, we, we can't have that. Like, that's too much, so, you know, it worked around it, but... I'm just thinking, like, man, what kind of crazy shit are we going to get now that Kojima doesn't have to answer to somebody else, you know? So, it'll be interesting. But uh, um, um, I mean, they, uh, just to skip ahead real quick, I think um, PlayStation Experience also happened over the weekend, and he was there. Oh, what was that? PlayStation Experience. Yeah, what was that? I was. I'm joking. I'm just being a dick. <laughs> well, in any case, like the Kojima came out and he talked about Decima Engine and like how like when he took was making his game, he had nothing. He was just like, oh, this is what we're gonna do, and and. Uh, Sony guys were like, yeah, fine, whatever. <laughs> Normally you have to have like this big storyboard and like pitch the, the, the company, but he's they're like, yeah, we'll do whatever you want. So um, he needed an engine, and he went to all these different places to look at engines and the decimal engine, which is what Horizon was built on. They just gave him the source codes, like, here, take this, like, do whatever you want with it, and let us know if you want to use it. Like, just <laughs> laid out just, it, 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 the entire source code of their engine. They just gave yeah. it to Kojima. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah. well... If they trust me with this stuff, I guess I'll just use it. So, yeah, uh, he does get a shout out in the credits too with the uh, Horizon. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think I did hear about that actually. Yeah, but no, that's that's totally cool. Yeah, um, and, uh, I think that that was definitely like the highlight of the show. Like it was like the biggest showpiece of the, the Game Awards, I'd say. Um, the Death Stranding stuff. And then when they came out, like Norman Reedus comes out and just like I have no idea what I'm watching. What the fuck is yeah. this? <laughs> He's like, I don't even know what's going on. It's kind of weird, actually, when you see, like, Norman Reedus in, like, a futuristic setting, because normally you see him just, like, kind of like some dirty redneck, to be honest. Yeah. So it's like, now he's, like, in these, like, super, like, futuristic suits and stuff, doing, like, weird shit. Like, like why Norman Reedus? But, whatever. Yeah, he's, he's a name. He called out Konami, too. Like, hey, we gotta make something that's not getting cancelled. Yeah. Um... So yeah, I mean, it was it was awesome to see. It was very interesting. I I need to see gameplay though. Um, Apparently, the underwater just... part was game like that's all playable. Like, but I, I, that's all they were saying. Playable. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Wasn't he just like, floating there? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I have no idea. Like, I, it look like we it. have to really, yeah, like, we have no. He's still like it's been like three years, and we still have no idea what this game. My is. guess would be that the idea is like you need to be tethered to a baby to bring you back to life or something. Like, you steal some of their life because they got a lot ahead of them. I don't know. I'm trying to make sense out of this. Yeah, I know that you're tethered to something all the time. That's what the, the, that, the like, game's supposed to be about. Does his, like, motion and, like, what does he have to do with anything? And, yeah, who knows? Like, the floating stuff? Who knows? We have no idea. Yeah. And there's actually uh, more Easter eggs in uh, Horizon for Death Stranding. There's actually items you can find that are called, like, Stranded Doll. You have like the baby doll that was in the trailer. You can find that somewhere oh, wow. in Horizon. There's stranded handcuffs or something. Yeah, so they're, they're connected a lot. <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah, maybe they'll be the same universe. Yeah, yeah, maybe uh, a, a prequel to Horizon or something like that. Yeah, but um, yeah, but there's some other interesting stuff. Um, From Software showed off a new teaser, teaser for supposedly a new game. Um, People are obviously excited about that since the Souls franchise is pretty popular and, and just growing. Uh, World War Z is becoming a video game. That'll be... The zombies looked a lot better in that than they do in Days Gone, I have to say. 
Mm-hmm. There's a lot of them, so we'll see what happens. Is industry yeah. over zombies yet or not? <laughs> Apparently not. Well, uh, no, zombies over it. Yeah. Zombies are Call of Duty too. Yeah, I know. That's it's, it's Call of Duty has become a zombies game. No, zombies is because is, zombies are probably the best enemy type for like a generic any generic thing, like any type of game because they're they technically not alive. They're humanoid, and you can just shoot them and not feel like bad about it. You know. It also explains away bad AI. Yeah, it's bad AI. Right, it's good for gameplay mechanics. They could just keep throwing like hundreds and hundreds of them at you. Yeah. You know, you'd never question it. You're like, oh, why are these zombies here? I don't know, because there's probably fucking dead people now. Duh. Stuff like that. But yeah. Um, one of my uh, highlights of the show was uh, the tease for six turned out to be Soul Calibur six, yep. uh, which is uh, tentatively titled that. It seems like it's a remake of the first game, and I'm pretty sure Bandai Namco um, confirmed that afterwards. Yeah, because the tr- reboot. So reboot is what they're reboot, looking yeah. at. Doing. Yeah. Right, because oh, it's, it's a young... Game. You reboot video games, you remake movies. Yeah. <laughs> but it's sort of young Mitsurugi versus a young uh, Sofitia, so... Yeah, if you remember by the last game, everyone was all, like, aged up, like, 20 years or something. Yeah, and I didn't like that, that's why I never... Yeah, they had kids, and that's why I didn't care about that. I was like, what? Like, uh, yeah, so, a reboot... Remaster, whatever you want to call it, I'm, I'm on board with that. And the, and the guy that's doing it, like, uh, obviously he came... It's Harada. Yeah, he took, came from the Tekken 7, which apparently did really great, a good job with the story aspect as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, mean, I think you need to have a story, like, campaign and... Oh, yeah. These days, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I mean, for sure. <laughs> if you want it to be more than just, like, a, uh eSports competitive type thing, you absolutely do need it. And I would say, um, Kyle, we got the weapons, it's... I mean, unless you're Smash Brothers. That's the one exception. Yeah. But, I mean, with Soul Calibur, you have tons of opportunity for... Uh... Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. I, you, I do expect them to be very Injustice-like. Yeah. Oh, yes. Game. I mean, the, the game itself just lends itself to that, because you can have weapons. Obviously, you have weapons. Yep. And you could do, like, so many styles of, of weapons for each character. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've done that yeah, since, I think... so many different costumes for the yeah. characters also. Where yeah, it's just costumes. Like... Yeah, you can give them armor and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I fully expect that kind of stuff. And uh, to me, I'm, I've always preferred Soul Calibur to Tekken. Oh yeah, same here. So, um, yeah, it's coming too, to <laughs> yeah, it's coming to PlayStation, Xbox, and PC next year. So, potentially um, switch if they can. Potentially switch. It's interesting because there's there's a strong rumor on the internet for a couple of weeks now that basically said Soul Calibur Six would be coming to PlayStation Four and Switch, and not Xbox. Um, but apparently, yeah. You know, so obviously, that didn't turn out to be true at the show. But whoever was originated that rumor is still doubling down like nope it's coming they just for whatever reason they didn't want to reveal it at the game show mm. and kind of teased uh that nintendo asked them to hold the switch announcement back for um either there's a bandai namco i think conference or something in a couple weeks like next week or two weeks so it could be there or it could be in the rumored january nintendo direct and they might be saving it for that to have like like show off their nintendo exclusive character um, for those of you who might not remember, back in 2002 or three, the GameCube ex- uh, version of Soul Calibur 2 had Link as an exclusive character. Right. Yeah. Okay. being the best version. Yeah, the, and that's the other thing I'm wondering about, because they've always had guest characters in these series. Though. I mean, that Darth Vader, Starkiller from that other yeah. game, uh, Yoda was in there. So I wonder... Spawn, Spawn. that's right. Spawn was, I think, the Xbox one when the uh, GameCube, GameCube had, yeah. PlayStation always gets the shittiest exclusives. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> I forget who it was supposed to be for PlayStation at the time. Shit. I, I just read an article on about it like a month or two ago. It was supposed to be somebody cool, but they, they couldn't. Yeah, they couldn't like... I think it was supposed to be Cloud, actually, from oh, Final Fantasy. Oh, been somebody cool. from Final Fantasy. So someone uh, with a sword already. Yeah, sense. but they couldn't, they couldn't work out the deal with Square Enix, so they're like, well... It's gonna have to be a Hachi. That's whatever. I mean, I love Vader in there. That was pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, uh, I wonder if they'll do that again. We'll see. I think so. Just and if they do like console specific versions, like I think it helps. Uh, you know, every version because I mean, how cool would it be for the PlayStation version to get like Alloy mm-hmm. as a, you could have like Link as the um, you know Nintendo yeah. character and um, Cuphead. Who the hell can? <laughs> I, I was thinking that, but I'm like, no, no. you can have Master Chief with like the energy sword, oh. or, yeah, or, 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 or yeah, an elite, something like that. Yeah, um, 
I mean, because, well, Killer Instinct's already doing all that. Like, they're throwing everybody at that game. Right. Or they could have a Killer Instinct character. That'd be cool. You know, I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. Or Battletoad again. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so that that's cool. Uh, what else do we have moving along? Well, speaking of Switch stuff, I mean, they tease... Yeah, spe- some... yeah, so, just to give a little backstory. So, uh, for those of you who don't know, Reggie uh, Fizeme, who's the president of Nintendo of America... And Jeff Keighley, who is the host slash producer of the show, they have a very interesting relationship going back since... (laughs) They have history. And I would say, you know... Love-hate. Like, love-hate or, like, a frenemy type of thing. Uh, Back when the Wii U... There's respect, but there's definitely... There's a mutual respect, but there's definitely some tension there. Uh, Way back when the Wii U was launching, I know, I remember Jeff Keighley really grilling uh, Reggie over the Batman uh, Arkham City port, the Armored Edition. He's like, but it's the same game. And Reggie's like, no... It's not the same game. It's not the same content. Because there was technically some exclusive content in the Wii version. But just like, nah, man, it's like still like 99% of the same game. Yeah, you know, like, respect cheating he, armor. He, he will, like, he will yeah. ask the tough questions. And, like, yeah, he will ask the tough questions. So. Um, it was, I think, I'm pretty sure it was at this show last year where Jeff was trying to grill him on, like, oh, when are we going to see, like, you know, Metroid or, you know, Mother, Earthbound, you know, stuff like that. And Reggie's like, well, you know, um, we have a new system launching next year. Uh, why don't you ask me about that? Like, let's wait until next year, and you can ask me and, and see what's happened. And, you know, obviously since then, we got a new Metroid game on the 3DS and uh, a thing for um, Metroid Prime 4 announced for the Switch. And he's like, hey, I brought something to bring with me to the show, because Nintendo got a, um, nominated for a bunch of awards. I showed this video, and I'm like, oh, are you going to do Metroid Prime 4? Is that, like, the tease here? Because that's a very Western-focused uh, game. But you see this full moon, and I'm like, nope. I know what that is. That's fucking Bayonetta right there. And then I was like, I even said in our Discord, I was like, Bayonetta 3? Like, all cast question mark, exclamation point. And they're showing the game, I'm like, oh wait, no, no, this is the first game. And they're like, yeah, it's a port of the first and second game in this switch. I was like, you know what? That's okay. Like, I still love those games, so that's fine with me. And then it pans back to, like, um, Jeff and Reggie. And, you know, Jeff is trying to be the show guy, and he's like, man, that's so, that's cool, that's really awesome. Bayonetta's a, a beloved Franchise to a lot of the core gamers, I say the other thing, blah blah blah, and it just seemed like that was it. He's like, or he's like, whoa, hold up, Jeff. Yeah, if you guys just came to the Game Awards just to announce, like, you know, uh, oh, some cool. ports of port, and he's like, what? You have something else? He's like, yeah, and he like does the Nintendo Switch tab, and it goes back, and you see the the, the moon again, and but this time it's like a CGI trailer of Bayonetta, and it's like, yeah, the number three cracked uh, in like a gem or something like that, and it's like Bayonetta three now developed. I'm like. And in the Discord, like, I was like, oh, no, it's a Portal 1 and 2. Oh, oh, well, you know. And then, like, another, like, two minutes later, I was like, Bayonetta 3 actually does exist. So they totally faked me out. <laughs> that was my personal um, high of the show because I was not expecting that um, at all. The ports I kind of was because uh, Platinum Games definitely teased that back yeah. a couple months ago with their art. Uh, but it's cool that, you know, the third game is actually in development. Because, I mean, especially and, since, like, that series wasn't doing well um and so nintendo was able to make it an exclusive on their system by actually mm-hmm. support making that happen there would there would be no bayonetta 2 and there mm-hmm. would be no bayonetta 3 without nintendo but i think it obviously did well enough to warrant this third one and like you said it's a beloved character and it's been killing it on pc as well so yep. yeah i think pc version is well over a hundred thousand copies at this point so the you know character is definitely popular i'm hoping now that it's going to be on a successful system rather than the wii u which is unfortunate it can finally get the chance it deserves to um, yeah. you know, shine a little bit because it's a genre that I think has gotten a little less popular over the, the years. Um, but you know, see this and supposedly Devil May Cry 5 or 6 next year. 5? Yeah, that was the one thing that was missing from here, right? Is people yep. thought that was going to be there. But uh, no, yeah. it's cool. I, think, I definitely think that there will be a resurgence with uh, Bayonetta. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And I think they announced some Amiibo support because Bayonetta was a guest character in Smash Brothers. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's super cool, and glad to see that it's not like a dead franchise or character. And it's awesome to see that uh, you're getting a lot of cool stuff on Switch. I mean, there's a lot of games for gamers, not just like, yep. kids. Yep, absolutely, and I think, you know, that's uh, what's helping propel it to, you know, the success that it's had. Yeah. Uh, let's see, moving along, Media Molecule. Uh, yeah. Media Molecule uh, had showed off their game Dreams. Which is amazing, because, uh, like, who knew that was still in existence? I, I totally yeah. forgot about it. It's been, like... It's, I think they showed that off at the PlayStation reveal. Like they, mm-hmm. No, they did. Yep, I remember it. 
And I was like, that looks cool, but I don't know what that is. Like, yeah. I think I, I, that was my exact thing. I don't know what that is. I don't know what I'm watching. It looks cool, but I don't know what I'm watching. Right. And apparently, yes, there is a story aspect to it now. Uh, you're going to have, you'll have a, some structure. But these games, like Little Big Planet and things, where it's really like they give you the tools to create what you want. I was never a big fan of it because I kind of wanted that structure. Um, and I just didn't think Little Big Planet's like, story mm-hmm. was that interesting. So I never really got into them. But this, yeah. this looks interesting, and I hope it does well because I'm rooting for it. I just I yeah. don't think it's my kind of game, though. Yeah, and that's the thing is it's not for me. But I'm sure it's for some people, and I'm happy that they're it's, getting like yeah, the creative yeah. side of me is just not there to like take advantage of everything it's got to offer. Yeah, yep, exactly. But I'm glad it exists because you know, yeah. see that or another FPS or something. Right. Speaking of yeah. speaking of FPS, the next thing I wanted to talk about was uh a new game from the designer of the Payday series, uh, entitled GTFO. Yeah. Did you guys get to see that I trailer? I see that trailer, yeah. It, the, uh, it reminds uh, me of Mass Effect's multiplayer. Yeah. And it, it, looks, it looks interesting, because from what it seemed like, it was a cooperative, like, um, squad-based versus alien, like, swarm like port. Yeah, yeah. Basically. But it has, like, a sci-fi feel to it. Or at least my impression was it had, it's going to have, like, a sci-fi-ish. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, the, the name when it was like, because I was like, oh, this is this is a cool looking game, and they're like, the name is GTFO. I'm like, really? Like, <laughs> come on, man! Like, the game. <laughs> right? Like, like that's yeah, something I would expect on like right. Steam to be like just a meme level game or just like a yeah. gimmicky yeah. shit like. Java's, uh, Java's uh, game yeah, exactly. It's like, all right. Or Flash game. Yeah, like it was. It definitely had a pretty interesting, and I, I could see like that would be really fun with your friends for sure. Because it's definitely a, which they think in the interview afterwards, like heavily co-op um, centric game or cooperative working mm-hmm. together game. But then the name just like really, really. Yep. <laughs> but like I guess it could be worse. I mean, it could be like Alien Killer or something stupid too. Yeah. Um, let's see. Bethesda, in my opinion, had this really awesome like pseudo commercial. Or, like, meta-commentary, I suppose, where, like, they basically were, like, pleading for um, single-player games. And the approach they took was kind of like, you know, where you ever see those, like, infomercials where it's, like... Um, it's like the Sarah McLaughlin. Oh, yeah, I did see most of that. Yes, the yeah. Sarah McLaughlin-like type yeah. soundtrack. Yeah. For the lonely, uh, abandoned single-player gamer. Yeah, hashtag yeah. save player one. <laughs> yeah, save player one. So I thought that was really cool. You know... I know, unfortunately, Jim's not around to, to talk about this, but I said, I, I hashtag Jim, I was like, or at, added Jim, I was like, Jim, this is for you. Like, this is exactly for you, because I know Jim is the one who's like, I don't like multiplayer as much. I like my single player experiences, this, that, and the other thing. I'm like, we need to support the game. And, like, Bethesda is one of the only big publishers that is still going full ham on single player narrative, you know, story. Right, exactly. So. And they're all in the same, like, hour range that Jim wants to. It's like, mm-hmm. like, like 15-20 hours, uh, The Evil Within 20 hours, Wolfenstein, Wolf yeah. 20 hours. It could, everything he wants. From... You know what the problem is though? Uh, like for Jim and maybe other people, like lately those type of games have been, they've all been good in my opinion, but they've all been a little disappointing. Like The Legacy Dishonored, then you go back to Fallout 4, you go back to even Arkham Knight. It's all like, they're good, but they're not quite as good as the ones before them. So that, I feel like that might be part of the reason why well, there's a little bit of a... At all, and he hasn't played... I no, think he, tried, no, no, he tried playing that, and he also oh, tried yeah. playing Deus Ex, which is a similar type of game, okay. and he just couldn't get into it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least he tried him. Like, I'll give him props to that, but it was more like, Jim, like, you need to buy, like, vote with your wallet. That's what I've always said. Vote with your wallet, so... Uh, but he did buy a lot of those uh, this season, so... Uh, let's see. Um, I guess well, right wrapping... after, like, if you want to talk about like, say Player One, you could go into the whole EA rant guy. Like, and he, he's. <sighs> I really don't want to talk about. I guess we got to talk. <laughs> the guy is great. What are you talking about? I don't even know uh, his name, I... but whatever. You know, he's just... <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like this guy has the platform of eleven. Mil... Now we know over eleven million people watching. You know, the show that is trying to help legitimize the industry to like where it's not, like, looked down upon, and you give this guy a microphone and the chance to talk about his game and why he's so passionate about his game and his vision and all that stuff. And the first thing he says is, we could swear? He's like, you could swear. Fuck the Oscars! And it's like, dude, really? Like, okay. Okay, chuckles, blah, 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 because he was, you know, he, he was a washed-up movie director or whatever uh, in fucking Europe. And then it's like, all right, let's go 
back to talk about your game. And he just rants and rants about EA. It's like, oh, you know, I don't want to talk, yeah, fuck the loot boxes, you know, publishers make stupid decisions, blah, 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 but they've given me full creative control, nothing, none of that bullshit in my game, blah, blah, blah. It's like, dude, what are you, what are you talking about right now? Like, stop. What's his game again? I have no idea what his game is. I know him, I saw most of his rant, but I don't know what his game is. It's going to be that way out game where it's about, like, um, it's like the guys yeah, it's, uh... escaping prison or some shit. Okay. He was the guy that made that Brothers game that was supposedly pretty good. I've never, I, I have it. I haven't played it, but supposedly pretty good. That was like, like an art horror type game. It's kind of funny that this is yeah. that guy behind that. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is just like ranting and raving. I mean, he was like that at E3 also. He's just like way over the top and um, obviously on something. Like... Yeah, I mean that's high on be over the top. That's fine, but it, like that was just disrespectful. I'm like, you don't need to, you don't need to do that. You know, because I mean, if we had, if we heard an actor like do it at the Oscars, like, hey, can we talk? We could swear it. Fuck the game awards or fuck video games. Like, you well, know, like a, it's a little different. There's a certainly a position of power there that doesn't exist the other way around. Still, uh, eh, whatever. Just we could pretend they're on equal yeah, footing, but they're not. I, mean, I don't think like. You can't take it seriously, but I still thought it was hilarious that that guy actually felt like this was the time to make I a mean, speech and like to do what he did there and like, and he's like obviously oblivious to anything. Like, didn't they like brief him on anything? Like, he had no idea how things. Worked. No, I'm sure they did because yeah. in the leaked EA document from just a couple of weeks ago, and which is why we found out there's probably going to be a Nintendo Direct in January. They missed him specifically about talking at the Game Awards or whatever or other press events, and they're like. He's very, you know, passionate and blah, 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 and whatever, outgoing, but got to be careful about, like, controversy, and, like, here he does, he does fucking controversy. Like, oh, my God, like, dude. I don't know if it's so much controversy as he just made himself a meme. Yeah, I like, mean... How do you take him seriously, though? Like, I really don't think he did any damage or anything. Like, I mean, everyone says fuck the Oscars. You could go to, like, Viewers' know. Choice Awards or MTV Awards, like, they would say just, fuck the Oscars, too. So you say that, but... joke that, like, I don't think it... You say that, but I think if you were given five minutes to talk about something that was that passionate to you, like, people are going to be talking about what you did versus what you're trying to sell, you know, what you're trying to do, well, like, I, mean, I think it's... He made himself a joke, where it's like, really? Okay, that's what you're going to say? Like, who cares? Like, this guy... Well, far more people will know about him, him than will know about his game now, but mm-hmm. maybe a few more will still know about his game. There might be a little overlap there, so... Yeah, no, fuck that guy. I hope good. his game bombs. <laughs> Whatever. Like I said, like I thought it was just hilarious, and like he's uh, he's. No, I laugh, but I'm like you're a fucking idiot yeah, type of joke. type of laugh. I mean, yeah, so he just he totally um, undermined everything that he was doing for his game. Yeah, yep, like, absolutely. It's his fault too, but like I just I think it's it's, it's hilarious. Like I don't that's things I don't think people are gonna look at it and be like, oh, I'm offended. I think people are looking at like. Oh no 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 no! I don't think most people are. I think most people probably did laugh or something like that. I'm just saying, from like a, a very core person that wants to see the industry thrive and grow and mature to a, a level where they we we can be on the same level as like the movies or um, uh, books and, and stuff like that, where it's like not just like a hobby or a pastime or toys for children. Like, hey, we can be because like let's be honest, the game launch is the only like. Thing that's really like trying to legitimize that in the eyes of the average consumer. Okay. Yeah. You know? So I don't know. I just think yeah. You know, no, be on like a network channel for that to happen, other than all these gaming stream <laughs> options. But yes, yeah. Like right. <sighs> I said, I think that he was. People just look at him and laugh and they'd be like, and... yeah, yeah. No, 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 I agree with you. It's just I think you know. He should have been talking about more, more of his. Because I, I don't even know more about his game. Because like they just fucking well, wasted all. They didn't even show anything new, really, in my opinion. Like you were talking about, oh, this new mechanic. Like I didn't see it in the trailer. It looked like the same trailer from E3. So. Yeah. So whatever that. Um, wrapping up. Last thing I wanted to mention was um, uh, Nintendo finally announced the DLC for or the second and last part of the DLC for Zelda Breath of the Wild. Everybody's kind of like, where is it? Is it getting delayed? Because they really hadn't talked about it leading up to this night. And then they actually did like one of those, I guess, Apple things or whatever. They're like, here it is. And they showed a trailer for it. And it's like, it's available after the show tonight. And it's like, what? Like, nobody was expecting this. Yeah. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, fuck this. Because I'm like in the middle of Xenoblade Chronicles, which is like 
60 plus hour, yeah, 60 to 100 hour ish. I'm like, oh fuck, where am I gonna find time to do this now? Like, killing me. Um, but one interesting thing, because it's a bit more story oriented than the the first DLC pack, but uh, apparently the controversy or the buzz on the internet now is because uh, the reward for completing the DLC uh, pack two is Link gets a motorcycle to ride around Hyrule in uh, Breath of the Wild. Um, and not only is it a motorcycle, it's like literally, I think it's called like the Master Cycle Zero or something like that. And for those of you who don't know, in Mario Kart 8, Link was a guest character, um, a DLC character, who rode a bike that was called the Master Bike. So people are now drawing the comparisons that the Zelda and Mario universes are now canonically connected because Mario Kart 8 has, you know, the Master Bike, and then in Breath of the Wild DLC 2, it's Master Bike, like, Code Zero or something like that, and it's obviously, like, the same design and everything, so. Yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> let's see. Right. So, I guess just go to uh, give a couple of the awards out. So, Cuphead won um, Best Indie Game. And I think it won Best Art Direction. Yeah, Best Art Direction. So, that was super awesome to see. <laughs> Both make sense. Yep. Uh, I, I can't argue either of those. That was definitely, definitely awesome. Uh, best soundtrack, I think, went to Nier Automata, or Automata, however you pronounce it. I don't think they uh, did that one, did they? Uh, no, I think it was okay. early on, I think. Um, which, after playing the game and hearing the soundtrack, I can't argue. Best RPG went to Persona 5, which, again, I couldn't argue. Um, best performance was that woman in uh, Sin- Hell, uh, Hell's... Hell, yeah. Hellblade, Senua's Yeah, and it's also because she was there, and what I thought found interesting was when she was talking, she was actually a video content editor or something like yeah, that. And she, yeah, and she was just given this opportunity to voice one of the characters in the game, and she wound up winning an award for that, which I thought was super she cool. Because like, they, they use her as a, like, a, like, if you watch the dev diaries and stuff, they just use her to like as a stand-in until they got they hired someone, and they was just, mm-hmm. she's doing so great, we're just going to... Keep Might as well do it, yeah. It's funny, she wore, like, a um, mo- mocap outfit to the award show. Yeah, so I was like, what is she wearing? It's a like, mocap outfit. I'm like, oh my god. And then when she wins the award, I'm like, oh man, I'm wondering if she, like, is regretting that and wishing she had worn something to you. I do want to play that game, though, just because it seems so interesting, but I don't know. Do you know what was nominated in that category? Was uh, Ashley Birch for Aloy in there? Yes, I believe so. I'm kind of glad she didn't win, because she's... <laughs> Because she's an established name, and I and the, the story is good, but again, like I'll go back to like her delivery and like just how she is pulls you out of the world. I think I don't think it's like a great performance, to be honest. Just from the no, trailers no. and stuff, like I could see why they like this girl won. Yeah, she did a fantastic job. Mm-hmm. Just the little brief moments I've seen her. I think the girl that voiced Chloe um, was also nominated. Isn't she in everything? Isn't she the one who sells you stuff in Eververse and Destiny? <laughs> is she? I don't know. I, I think she is. I think she's one of those voice actresses who is in everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see, what else? ongoing game went to Overwatch. Yep, Overwatch was just cool because it won Game of the Year last year, and it's cool to see that a year and something later, game's still going on strong. In fact, actually, we, we're not talking about it in the news, but the we're intending to it, but the new Christmas holiday season uh, event is live now with some new legendaries and emotes and all that stuff, so... Looks pretty cool there. Uh, the Yeti mode or something. Yep, yep. Uh, Mario Odyssey won Best Family Game. Um, strategy Game went to Mario Rabbids Kingdom Battle, which I think is cool because that guy that made that, you know, helped make that game was like super... That guy is a super passionate guy. Mm-hmm. So I was glad to see him have uh, critical and commercial yeah. success there. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, it looks like uh, Game of the Year went to uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild, which is awesome because they actually had the team from... Uh, Japan actually flew out uh, Anuma and uh, I forget the other games, Fuji, whatever. Uh, unfortunately, I'll, I'll look it up afterwards, but they were there to accept the award and just and thank everybody. They also announced the DLC, which was. Yeah, obvious. Yeah. yeah, stuff like that. But yeah, that's super cool. I, I mean, I had no doubt in my mind that Zelda Breath of the Wild was going to win. Like, I, oh, yeah. I probably, yeah. if I was a betting man, I would have. I am a betting man. What am I saying? If I, if I actually <laughs> made a bet on it, uh, that's like uh, to me that was like a no-brainer. And like even with Mario Odyssey, like, I felt like that still didn't have a chance. Just with the fact that it came out and it outsold the Switch system on Switch, yeah. and like the Switch needed that game 
really mm-hmm. really needed that game and i think that um it just with that being on launch it just it, and how good it was and the way it changed open world games i think uh it, it definitely was far and beyond above anything else that was there which is interesting because like i didn't get into it myself but <laughs> I will eventually try to play it. We'll see. Yeah. Well, I mean, what, now that both Yossi maybe, you know, mm-hmm. help. Because, uh, you know, that's the one thing where, um, like, I'm playing Xenoblade Chronicles right now, just to, as a quick aside. And there are some performance issues because, um, you know, I don't think it's fully optimized. Uh, but part of me is like, maybe I should just wait for the game to be fully optimized. Plus, like, they have a year's worth of DLC coming out. So part of me is like, I should just not play. Like, I should honestly just not play this game right now and just wait. Because it's only going to get better. Because like right now, Final Fantasy XV is still getting awesome content to the point where I'm like, man, I wish I didn't like totally burn through that game yeah. and like I would reason to play it right now. Because I'm like, I can't go back to that I game. I wonder what they and... did to change up Chapter Thirteen. Also, yeah, I hear it's awesome now. I hear it's so <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Uh, so that's the game awards. Let's see. Let's move into some other news. Um, Naughty Dog, Sony, and Naughty Dog announced that 41 million copies of Uncharted games have been sold, which is so awesome for a franchise that's, what, 10 years old? Yeah. A little over 10 years old? And it's one of those single-player games, although there's yep. a multiplayer mode, but... But, you know, primarily single-player. Single primarily, player. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's super awesome. Uh, and, like, yeah, I know we were talking about the other week. I definitely think the series is still definitely going to continue on. Just, I don't mm-hmm. think we're going to have Nathan Drake as the main yeah. character. Yeah. I mean, the, the way Lost Legacy seems to be performing soon pretty well. Uh, yeah. Considering yeah. a lot of people got it for free. Um, mm-hmm. That wanted like most people that really wanted that game probably got it for free, uh, yeah. but it's still sold. It's still selling pretty well. And like from what you said last time, um, like it sounds like it's pretty meaty too for the amount of for the yeah, cost no. of the game. Like, it's yeah, cool. it's definitely like if you do the side stuff, a good like fifteen hours. Yeah. 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 Uh, since we talked about Sony, we'll go back to the PSX show. One of the cooler tidbits. Uh, to come out was God of War uh, is about 25 to 35 hours to complete. So a little bit above like uh, Jim's range. Again, this is as far as we know right now, it's <laughs> still going to be a single player driven game. Uh, so that's really cool. You know. Probably 10 hours or 10 to 15 hours longer than most God of War games. Most God of War mm. games are in the 15 to 20 hour range. Right. Right. It's just yeah. it'll be interesting to see how much this becomes another one of these Sony games. Typically, like. You got this, the whole, you know, partners there. And, uh, they have their um, formula that's doing, it's doing really I, well. I know it's doing well, but God of War wasn't really that before this, and now it is. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be I interesting. at the same time, like, you're still getting that combat from God, the God of War combat. So. Yeah. We'll see well, how that work translates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I will say, um, this version out of all the... God of War games ever since the first one has me most interested. I don't think I'm getting it day one because I, I still have a ton of games to complete from this year, but uh, it'll be interesting to see how, how it performs both critically and commercially. And I'm yeah, interested. And it's funny because they did come out and double down on the fact that they're doing a lot of single player content and yep. they I mean most of the games that they uh, were exclusive were single player games. Like Nier uh-huh. Automata, Yakuza, Persona, uh, what else did they have? Neo, um, Horizon. Horizon, yeah, of course. Well, that was, yeah. that was like, uh, obvious. Uh, but yeah, and then, and then for next year, they're going to have that remake of Shadow of the Colossus come out. Yep. Spider-Man, that's what it is. God of War, Days yep. Gone. And that's what it is. The, like, the, I think I was talking to Jim about it. I forget if it was on the podcast, but like, single driven for a, a third party publisher, it's hard for their single player games to succeed because they have to be like cream of the crop like you look at the games this year like like zelda horizon persona 5 all these single player games that are doing phenomenally are primarily first party games and it's because they are like a cut above the rest um to my knowledge assassin's creed origins is doing pretty well uh like it's definitely up over the last couple of iterations but you know uh, they Shadow definitely of fit. War did way better than I expected it to do yeah and shadow of war yeah so i mean there's definitely exceptions but you know you could see why most third-party publishers shying away, kind of like you know EA with Visceral and their Star Wars game and all but that at shit. At the same stuff. time, like if you put the time and effort to make a game that's worth playing, people will play it. Like, oh no, no, absolutely, and that's that's my point. I was going to make where so if you're a third-party publisher, if you're EA and you can make a single-player like AAA, awesome like ninety percent plus uh, Metacritic 
uh, are you gonna and you know get are you gonna sell it in a single player experience game that's going to be sixty dollars mostly yeah. one and done? Or are you gonna do um, an online pervasive like growing you know game? Let's just say like Overwatch or PUBG or you know something like that where it's forty to sixty dollars maybe up front and then you still get people buying over time and stuff like that. Like from a third party perspective, I can't blame them because. If you're going to invest, let's just say, $100 million in a video game, are you going to do... Which, which, which of the two are you going to do? If you're Rockstar, you can get away with that. I mean, you, Rockstar did both, let's be honest. They, <laughs> the they did both. Game. <laughs> yeah, in the same game. But, like, not everybody's Rockstar. Yeah. But the first party, Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo, they can afford to create those games because it's an exclusive, and it helps sell the system. The like, i got to have Horizon. i got to have Zelda. i got to buy this system now, you know? So... Uh, it's more important. It's kind of like a loss leader in terms of like that thing. It's like we'll get you with the Zelda. Like, yeah, we'll we'll sell you Zelda. Hopefully, get prop, you know, break even or you know, lose a little on it. But as soon as you buy that system, you're buying all those other games. That's where we make our money. Yeah, and that's know? why I don't understand where you know Microsoft's to kind of turn in the opposite. The the opposite of what that is. Like they're saying, oh well, we'll just not make any games for our system. And <laughs> okay, uh, well, I did want to mention though with. Um, Shoot, what was it? There was something that I was going to mention after you were saying that. I totally forgot it now. But maybe All right, well, if you think of it, um, real quick, uh, another thing came out of PSX uh, 2017. Last of Us 2 um, details. It's about 50 to 60% complete, so I expect it 2019. Right? We expect it 2019 or so. Apparently no one's safe, so, you know, who knows. I'm, I'm still expecting Joel to die in this one because mm-hmm. I, I thought he was going to die in the first one. Uh, yeah, Druckmann did mention that um, if you are a huge fan of the first game, like, and find that to be like, put it on a pedestal or whatever, and like it's perfect as is, you probably will not like the second game. Interesting. Uh, I wonder what that means. Yeah. So I might like get a little bit of a uh, conclusion to that question the, the, you get at the end. Like, if you expect us to just redo the set first game, that's not what's happening. Yeah, it might be more divisive, I guess. Yeah, yeah. That's that's interesting. You know what? I'd rather have that. I'd I'd like to see them do well, something just because because you can yeah. play the first game and just leave it at that if you want. Yeah, just be happy, right? Exactly. And then or right. now you can do the second game and exactly and not necessarily just be like, oh, I'm playing the first game again, like all the same story I, beats, all the same like character interactions. Like it's I do remember story wise thinking after the first one, like, do we want? Right. The story. That, exactly, because that's the thing. If it's just kind of like more, I'm like, uh, is it necessary? You know, because I honestly really liked how like they kind of wrapped it up. Like, if they didn't make Last of Us two, I'd totally be like, hey, you know, that's awesome. Like, that's that's awesome. No, it definitely uh, stands on its own, and so we'll see. Yeah. Like, the universe is interesting though, and I do. Think yeah, it's nice to go back into it, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. That, that comment actually made me more excited for it because I don't want a rehash of the first game. Right, exactly, and and honestly, that was my first. I didn't hear about that, but hearing that makes me more excited about it too. Where like I still really liked the first game, but it, you know, it was kind of like oh, uh, you know, like it, it definitely had like an arc and stuff like that. And the thing is, like, I don't want that same loop over again. Where it's like, hey, like in like exploration, zombies fight humans, repeat. You know, I don't want that. So if they're doing something different, all for it. You know, I want to see, I want something new, stuff like that. So uh, the, other, pretty- the only other thing I want to mention with PSX is that. Um... Shuhei Yoshida did mention that Days Gone is a 2018 game, which I don't think was announced before, but I guess that's cool. Because they've been very hesitant to give release dates on anything. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I think they felt really burned I think by sh- Last Guardian. <laughs> oh, yeah, and then how Microsoft is getting raked over the coals over yeah. shit. Because yeah, like they moved Last Guardian like three times, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, even Nintendo, like... Uh, Nino Kuni just it- got delayed, too, again. Oh, again, again, <laughs> yep, again. Uh, do we do we still have that document up on about our, oh, our predictions and stuff like that? Yeah, we got to yeah. next week. We'll, we'll have that for next week. Um, going through the news, another quick thing. Apparently, next year, uh, PSN gamer tags will be able to be changed, so I can change my yeah. bank. Know. You know, coming. Um, possibly. Yeah, possibly. I mean, it's been uh, forever. So, and Capcom looks like it's really wanting to redeem itself. If the Mega Man. Uh, announcements the the prior week were enough. Street Fighter 30th anniversary collection for 2018 was announced uh, over the weekend. Um, it does Street Fighter 2, like multiple versions of Street Fighter 2. I can't even name them all. Yeah. Um, 
mobile versions, like Street Fighter 3, uh, the three the three versions of Street Fighter three and Street Fighter Alpha one through three on one mm-hmm. collection for forty dollars, which is and it has online play for most of those. Uh, one of those each one of game in each of those is on has online. Yeah, yeah, which is really cool because um, that those are some of the best games you know fighting traditional fighting games and stuff like that and it's yep. really awesome to see like like they could have easily just like turned out another like. Ultra Street Fighter 2 Turbo on well, Nintendo Switch. Yeah, I was going to say, like, what was that? Like, we got. Uh, that, that was 40 bucks, and that was one game. Yeah. yeah, so it's like, all right, and that's cool. And it's, it's also coming to Nintendo Switch, so I wonder if some of the owners of that game are going to feel I a little burned think out. That we probably wouldn't get this without the. Uh, not backlash, oh, yeah. but like the vocal <laughs> community's uh, vocalness on the uh, Ultra Street Fighter for Switch, because what was that game? I mean, seriously. Yeah. Uh, so that's really cool. I'm looking forward to that. Um, I think it's spring, so that'll be cool. Uh, looks like the last bit of news here is Nintendo just announced today uh, that 10 million Nintendo Switch units have been sold worldwide uh, since its launch in the beginning of March. Um, so the way it works out is nine... Yeah, it's a little less than nine months. Um, so yeah, uh, it's more than a million units uh, each month. I think somebody did the math, guesstimate math, because we don't have the exact numbers, obviously, but um, PlayStation 4 reached 10 million units uh, just, like, nine days ahead of where the Switch got it. So, like, just, like, from launch comparison, like, they're, they're close neck and neck just uh, just to show you the similar pace and stuff like that. Uh, and, Dece- and this is before, like, we got December numbers and stuff like that. So, and December is usually the biggest month worldwide because, obviously, the holiday seasons and stuff like that. So... Uh, it's looking very probable that by the time the first year anniversary hits, Nintendo Switch will have outsold what the Wii U did in five years. So that's pretty awesome, and obviously, personally, really excited to see Nintendo bounce back from uh, you know pretty disastrous uh, generation form. Yeah, I mean, I think we mentioned it before the Switch came out that if they screwed this up, you may not see another Nintendo console mm-hmm. again. Uh, yep. So them coming out and really hitting on everything that they needed to hit on. Um, it's been awesome, and like competition's good for everybody. So, oh, and that's the thing is, I love it because you know everybody can find success. So, like obviously the PC gamers and Steam and uh, the Blizzard launcher and all that stuff, like they're not on that. They're having awesome success. Uh, Sony, uh, you know, is doubling down on their console efforts, which is you know their that's what their their experts say. Uh, Nintendo's doubling down on like you know at least the handheld hybrid, like kind of like hey, we can't keep up like with like. The high performance not stuff, they but can't. I don't think they want to. Or, yeah, right, right. Like, I'm sorry, the not thing. that they can't, but right, they, they don't want they, to. I think they found what they are. They're comfortable they're good in the space they, yep. they want to be in, and it's been great because yeah, they're giving people an alternative. And I think they're like most gamers are two console, like even maybe you have a Xbox or PlayStation, and then you have a Nintendo system mm-hmm. because again, like we mentioned before, you you have games that you can only play on these systems, so it makes sense have your playstation and have your and you have your switch or your wii or whatever you want because you're only getting mario zelda metroid whatever smash on those nintendo systems and you're only getting you know, sony exclusives on the sony system so and it, you don't feel as bad when you have those two systems where if you have an xbox and a playstation it's like well it doesn't make sense anymore it used to like oh ps3 and xbox 360 made sense because you had multiple exclusives on each system yeah now it's like What's the point of Xbox? And, you know, going into the season, I was saying, like, I was really, like, probably going to buy an Xbox One, but uh, Microsoft just seemed to really not be competitive this season for whatever reason. Like, mm-hmm. last year, I think they were more competitive with, like, the pricing and the bundling. This year, I'm like, you got like, like, GameStop did a $200 slim PlayStation 4 with a $50 gift card. I'm like, I'd rather buy a second PlayStation 4 for that price than a fucking Xbox One ass, mm-hmm. you know? Whatever. Um, so, yeah, awesome to see there. Um, It'll be interesting. I'm really excited. I think Nintendo Switch had an awesome first year, just from a games perspective, like Zelda, Mario, Splatoon, Mario Kart, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles, all awesome games. Mario uh, Rabbids. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how they could possibly top that in year two. I mean, uh, I guess I'm, I'm personally guessing we're going to get Smash Brothers next year, possibly a Pokemon game, possibly Metroid Prime 4, at least gonna win that bet against Jim. Um, 
you know, uh, a Yoshi game, Kirby game, possibly the Fire Emblem game, you know, so. Yeah, gotta keep I mean, them around. I mean, it is the indie machine, too. Like, all the indies are on there, which is... Oh, dude. Yeah, it's so crazy, because, like, I go on the eShop on the regular just to, like, check. Um, and the visibility on those indie games is just spectacular, because, like, you just go into, like, the, you know, what's new and stuff like that, and I'm, like, seeing all these indie games. I'm, like, damn, I haven't even heard of this game before. And it's just, like, you go there, and you're like, okay, that looks that looks cool. That looks interesting. So, uh, it's nice to see some success there, because... Uh, there haven't been too many recently, other than Cuphead. Cuphead's uh, been the standout there, but yeah, you know, again, console looks well, platform exclusive, Windows, Microsoft, stuff like that. So there we go. Uh, I guess let's move into what we've been getting up to. Uh, Mike, haven't heard from you in a while. Go. Um, more Rocket League. <laughs> Back into that. I'm doing a winter event right now, so you get. I don't know. I don't really know how it works. I don't really bother customizing my car because I'm stuck with a DeLorean. Mm. But <laughs> uh, there's. You know, things where you can make your goal explosion explode into, like, presents and stuff. There's lots of crazy stuff going on there. Um, they really did a good job of turning Rocket League into a platform. And so mm-hmm. It's been pretty pretty cool to see them uh, succeed there. Which I am very happy for them, because... Love it. Love them. Love them. I'm so yeah. happy, because, like, you know... Uh, it's funny, because I think, going into it, I was, like, really excited for that game. And although I haven't played it as much as, like... You know, obviously Mike or you know, I don't know how much Jim or Corey have played it, but uh, even though I haven't, I, I still totally respect the game. I love it. Um, I'm glad that you know something was a something like, hey, let's take uh, rocket like toy cars and soccer and and do a mashup. Like what? Like <laughs> what? Like on paper, you're just like that sounds so ridiculous, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I know. Yeah, First one was not too well known. Ultra car or something. Like yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's totally awesome to see that. And I love that they were able to transform it from just, like, a once-and-done kind of game to, like, a game as a service with, like, DLC and stuff like that. But it's not intrusive. Like, it's not like... It's the you feel like... way of things yep. where it's, like, cosmetic and uh, it's just fun to have. Personalization. Yeah. Customization. That's yeah. not... And the, and the events are cool. And, yeah. And they definitely up the game with different modes and stuff. Um, so yep. It's cool there's, lots, there's lots more going on with it now. And actually... Um, reviews for the Switch version, which is obviously the current state of the game, are way higher, actually, than the original one, because there's all this extra content now. Yeah. Uh, it's actually interesting. I don't know if you noticed, but um, IGN actually went back, because Rocket League has changed so much, and they... Re-reviewed it? Redid, right, they re-reviewed it and upped the score. They're saying, the game is just... We loved the game originally, but it's gotten so much better now, we have to give it a bigger score. And I, I love that... Yeah, as much as I give IGN shit, I will give them credit for that, because that is awesome, because... We live in a day and age where games like aren't just a simply one and done. Called ongoing game. Right, yeah. exactly, and that's awesome yes. because we really do need that in this day and age where it's like, hey, we could fix these games now. Like I'm it might take time. Nominated too. Which is interesting. Yeah, it could, could have been, but it also was had perfect timing too when it was released and was free for PS Plus. Like that really oh, yeah. held its um, success because there wasn't much to do on PlayStation at the time and. This just simple thing mm-hmm. came out where like, oh, yep. I could just, you know, It was a perfect storm. Out. It was yeah. perfect storm. Perfect yeah. storm. So here I am, like, three, four years later, still playing. <laughs> um, so, that, yeah, still playing that. Uh, still hating my teammates, but it happens. Um, and then I just started to play um, Injustice 2. Adam is now available in that. And Adam is a weird character because... Captain Adam? Or no, Adam as in like down. Oh the, the shrink, shrink guy. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he basically has the same he's like Ant Man DC yeah. is Ant Man pretty much. How does he play? Does he actually shrink in like during fighting or is it just uh, like specials or something like that? It's a little of both actually. Yeah, both. His crouching animation is him shrinking. Oh god. <laughs> and then he blocks. And uh, some of his actual like normals, he sort of changes size here and there too. He has some special moves where he gets bigger to, like, shake the ground, and he also has his character power, which is, if you know these Injustice games, it's completely unique things that each character can do. They're totally different for each character. His is he becomes, like, literally like a little white dot on the screen, and he's able to, like, do this almost infinite combo while he's in that mode, and also it's almost impossible to hit him. If you hit him, he becomes out of it. It's for a limited time, and if you Uh. get the... And if you let the meter go all the way, 
without like getting out of it in time, you're going to have a stun state for a real long time. So that's the balance there. But yeah, he's a he's definitely done some things like already. I've only played like five matches against AI with him so far, but he's definitely different than most fighting game characters. It's a very unique take on a character. So I play as him. He's you interesting. Got the season pass for all the characters. Yeah. How much was that? At launch, it was twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. I am, especially since I've noticed on on the online store thing that they have in game. Fighter Pack Three alone is twenty dollars now, and that's the one with the turtles. And I feel like they're overcharging just because they know people. Oh like, yeah, for the obviously, turtles. obviously. Yeah, yeah. only get, like the entire season pass though. I think you can. I don't know what. I think the pass might be more expensive at this point. It though. might be different. Yeah. I think this is one of those things where they're like, "Hey, we're actually doing more content than we." Expected. Yeah. I mean, I well, I, I, I knew I was going to get nine characters from the beginning, it said, but um, yeah. So, we're two away from the turtles now. Now that, that he's out, we're at Enchantress, we have to suffer through, because who cares about Enchantress? And then it's the turtles. Nice. So, uh, I'm looking forward to that, but uh, first I'm going to look at Adam. I mean, Hellboy was fun, too. There's there, All the characters in this game is just so different from each other. It's like almost playing something totally different. So it's very interesting to see. Um, and I think there's probably... You play as uh, the second Adam. Uh, I want to say his name is Choi or something. Uh, you're not Roy Palmer, but there's probably going to be a Roy Palmer skin available at some yeah. point. So, yeah. And, you know, so I'm, I'm going to try to play through him, see what I learn with him. I really haven't... Do you think Injustice now is bigger than Mortal Kombat? Uh, probably. I think it has it gets superhero fans in um, to like sort of supplement just people who are fans of like Nether Realm, which I don't know if anyone really is. It's really just fans of either Mortal Kombat or you know Injustice. So I'm not. Sure. I think it might be. Uh, we'll see what happens in the next Mortal Kombat game. I know Mortal Kombat X was pretty popular, but I don't know numbers wise if it really compares. I'm not sure. Uh, so we'll see what happens with the next one, but uh, it's obviously, it's not like they gave you a lot to do in this game where you can, you can be playing it for a while. So, I mean, X was obviously built on that too, but yeah, yeah, they did, but not quite. Yeah, it's definitely it's just them just they continue to up the ante, which is why yeah, I've been just, a fan. You know, I mean, yeah, superheroes is it's easy to get into and relate to that as well. Whereas well, the story the story is the biggest difference, like because you have like you know Kevin Conroy as Batman, you got. George Newbern, who's the second Superman voice from the c- cartoons. Not at the first, but, you know, close enough. You have, and the same woman who was Wonder Woman from there, too. So you have, essentially, like, the Justice League reunion you want in a animated setting. And so the story is just better, because the Mortal Kombat stories, as much as they're, like, kind of meaty, they're dumb. <laughs> Especially now, I think, so, uh... Like, the last one was pretty bad, the story, to be honest, story-wise. I mean, it was there, and it was good as far as time and, I guess, execution. But, like, as far as just the actual plot, is like, eh. So, I don't know. It's hard to say, but I'm still loving it, and I'm definitely going to... There's rumors that there might be even more after this, you know, the announced characters as well. I mean, I'm sure they're working on the next Mortal Kombat, but how hard is it to just, like, develop another character pack and then, like, throw it out there while you're waiting for Mortal Kombat? Yeah, I mean, I, I would kind of be surprised, especially since the Turtles definitely injected a little more life and hype into this game, I think, especially when they come out, which I guess will still be at least a month or two away, unfortunately. But, um, yeah, it's still going strong, and we'll see what happens with the next Mortal Kombat. But I'll be curious to see how much uh, it builds on Injustice and how much it's its own thing. So uh, those are the two things I've really been playing mostly, though. Cool. Cool. Um, yeah. Uh, I got to play I played more Overwatch this week. Mm-hmm. I've just been trying to get into getting back into the swing of things there. I, I do... It just I, After watching the Game Awards as well, it's like, oh, I, I, I do I like playing this, and the free for all mode is a lot of fun. I really enjoy the free for all mode. I I think <laughs> I've just I, I've been playing that mostly, um, just to kind of warm up and just be able to just shoot things as much as possible. And I like the map, so been doing that. And it was they give you a loot box when you win. Um, if you're in the top, it's like top fifty percent. There's eight characters. 
uh, that you're playing against, or seven characters, eight total, but if you make it in top four, you get a loot box for winning the first time. And, like, I was playing, and I kept getting fifth, like, every single time. <laughs> and I was like, what the heck, man? Like, just, like, the last second, I get bumped down, and it was super annoying, but um, I, I finally got uh, a win, and it wasn't even just, like, fourth. I actually took first, which was nice. Oh, nice. So, yeah, it was pretty cool. And uh, But I do like that, because it is a lot of, like, managing the other characters that you're playing. Like, you have to play characters that are good against other characters. Because, um... No healer? Yeah, you, you really... You're, you're on your own, so you really have to play the, you know, the, the characters against each other or whatever, so... Uh, you have to do the matchups. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Overwatch, best on, uh, ongoing game, so there you go. <laughs> That's pretty much it. I, I did play a little more Destiny and stuff, obviously. That Prometheus Lens stuff was just ridiculous. I don't know if you guys saw, but uh, that gun came out um, from the Osiris DLC, and it was broken. It was just glitched to, to all hell, and mm -hmm. and basically it was just one shot. It, it was, you're, if you saw the person um, first, you won that fight because you just had to attack them. It's like a golden gun type of thing. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yep. Mm. Well, glad I don't play that because I'd be pissed as shit. <laughs> I think it's because they also sold it, on, like Xur sold it, so every single person had the gun. So if you, it, it was kind of like balanced in that way, so it was almost like a separate game mode, PvP, mm. for like a weekend, or a week, I should say. Yeah, um, some... There was actually a Reddit post that like got, that blew up, because the guy was like, if they if Xur sells Prometheus Lens, I'm going to shave my head and glue it to my face as a beard. And then that happened. So... Did he do it? I don't know. I have to follow up on it. I have to look at it because I haven't seen it, but uh, it actually happened. And, and Bungie even tweeted the guy and said, like, I heard you made a bet. Uh, your move. Ah, uh, man, I don't know. Like, I don't play the game, but, like, all this controversy I just hear about Destiny 2 right now, just, like, I'm just like... Yeah, like I said uh, in this Slack, the curse of Osiris is not getting, getting great reviews. It's getting... Yeah. It's just, like... <laughs> I think they definitely over... Um, reacted to the game not being very casual last time, and this game is way more casual because everybody that I know that's played the game that hasn't played Destiny before like loves it, but everybody that's played Destiny like before has been like, oh, uh, which is <laughs> that was my biggest question because I was like, what, why, why should I do this? Exactly. Um, but, yeah, um, I mean, like I played vanilla Destiny, so for a while this held my attention again, but I'm like, all right, I need a little yeah, more exactly. here. I think really, they've been doing a lot to change things up, so we'll see. I think they don't have, they couldn't do it with Osiris because it was just already way too far in the pipeline. Mm -hmm. But uh, they just did a major update today, uh, reset day, and I, they know like going into next year they have a lot of plans to change things up. So, by the way, it also bothers me that when they do updates on the PlayStation, I can normally you can normally read what they are. But for Destiny, they're like, oh, go to Bungie.net to see what this was. It's like, fuck you. <laughs> Don't yeah. tell me here, goddammit. But, whatever. What have you been up to, Tony? Uh, not too much, just uh, more uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Um... I don't know why, but, like, this game, uh, I'm dying. <laughs> like, I don't know if it's just because I'm, I'm still not good at the like, quote-unquote good at the game, because, um, I'm still relatively early on. I, I think I'm only 10 hours in. Haven't really had any, like, additional party members beyond, like, what you really start out with. So I'm just like, I don't know if I'm doing good, I don't know if I'm doing bad, I don't know if just, like, I haven't, I don't understand this. Because it is super complicated, like, if I have one critique or criticism of the game, my biggest one is, like, they tell you about some things, not all things, and then they're kind of like, oh yeah, this is a thing in the game, and you're just, sometimes they're like, they'll teach you, and they'll be like, execute this, and they're like, okay, cool, I can do that. And then other times you're just like, they'll be like, oh, elemental weaknesses and stuff like that. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, teach me. Like, I don't understand. Like, what do we do? Like, I have to go, like, <laughs> I have to go online and be like, oh, okay, that's how I do stuff. Uh, I mean, it's all school walkthroughs. Yeah, it's super in-depth and, like, in a way, it really reminds me of, like, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2 era RPGs where, like, you just, like, again, like, you don't know what the fuck is going on. You have to, like, read guides, go on game facts, that kind of shit. Uh, if you really want to, like, master, you know, because that's what I, I'm, uh, like, I need to do that stuff. Um, so I appreciate that. Soundtrack is still awesome. Like, out of all the things, like, that is the by far, I think, the strongest factor in it that I can't really take down, take down a peg at all. Um, 
it's for for me soundtrack uh, of the year would probably have to between this and Persona Five and Near. Like all of them have been just like super fantastic, and uh, usually when I have time to like listen to music at work or something like that, like I'll just go on a YouTube playlist and just kind of like play one of those now uh, and just listen to them and stuff like that. But uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, I did play a little bit of the DLC pack too for Zelda because. When they're like, yeah, it's a bit I'm like, well, shit, oh, might as well download that. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> and the game, uh, as if the game, the base game wasn't hard enough, actually, as it is, they're like, hey, do this thing. Do these other trials, and we're going to give you this weapon that you can only use in this one area. And they're like, okay. And they're like, you can kill any enemy in one hit with this weapon. I'm like, okay, that seems pretty cool, but what's the challenge there? And like, but it's a double-edged sword, literally and figuratively, because... Any enemy that hits you kills you in one hit. So I'm just like, wow. Like the shittiest. Like the first time I tried it, like I, I cleared this whole camp out, and the stupid like slime popped up. A slime, like the lowest of the low enemies in the food chain of any of these fucking games, it pops up, and I like just swing, and I I guess I mistimed it because it just goes mm, and jumps into me, and it just death. I'm like. <laughs> like, oh, you fucking game here. Like, I, I dodged all these actual enemies, like, with, that were, like, equipped with super weapons and all that stuff. I died of this fucking slime that was left over. I'm, like, so pissed. Uh, so, it'll be interesting playing that, but, um, obviously, uh, any reason I need to go back to that game is a good one. Uh, but, yeah, that's it for me, and I think that's gonna wrap up this episode of the Gamecast. Uh, stay tuned next week. Uh, big week for Star Wars, so, um, we'll be talking... Should we have a spoiler cast? Don't think any other games are coming out. I think we're done with shows uh, until next year. Um, so it'll be pretty home home. I think we're just going to be talking about games uh, we're either waiting for the holidays or, you know, stuff that we're... It's uh, and stuff are doing uh, their Game of the Year awards, but we always like to do it ourselves a little, little afterwards because... Yeah. You it's all right. out for a second. Yeah, it's sorry. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think my brother... I think my brother hopped on the internet too, so. Um, How yeah. dare him! No, 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 I just, it's like, ah, oh, shit, I need to cut off my video because we're not recording video anyway. Um, so we'll be doing it a couple weeks into January, like we usually do, uh, just to give us time to play games that we've gotten for. Oh, yeah, our game, our game of the year prediction, or my predictions, decisions. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, stay, stay tuned. Uh, looking forward to that. Until then, take care, and uh, we'll see you next week.